0: The hosts feel it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the story of Frankenstein, a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation, life. Think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to. Well, we've warned you. Welcome once again to the Frankencast. I'm the mad scientist Anthony Bowman. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm joined as always by...
1: The knockoff creature that is Eric Velasquez. My pronouns are also he, him.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this... <laughs> uh, I guess we should say we're talking about Victor Frankenstein, the... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what, 2015? Yeah. But yeah, it, it feels kind of like the novel... Uh, in in ways in that like the creature is kind of like an afterthought. Like this is much you know. I mean the title kind of gives away that this is more about Victor than about the monster. But right. it's really more than that. It's about Igor.
1: Well, I'll I'll be yeah absolutely it is. Uh, I mean if you have Daniel Radcliffe like coming off of uh, the Harry Potter series, you're you're pretty much going to give him close to top billing. I know now he's basically kind of a he's a secondary cast member for the most part. <laughs> but this is right right when he came off his power
0: watching it i haven't seen this since it came out and when i started i was like oh this is from like the time of the sherlock show and the sherlock yeah. holmes robert downey jr movies and stuff it was when we were taking public domain literary characters and turning them into action heroes yeah uh, and in fact i looked it up in the director um Maximum paul McGuigan, or... Yeah. he directed a bunch of episodes of the british sherlock show so that like makes sense. Yeah, it, it's it's a very similar event, and in fact, um, our our main detective in this is the guy who played Moriarty in the uh, the Sherlock series. So he sure did uh, definitely. Yeah, he's so good in, in Sherlock. He's good in this too. But like him and Sherlock was just, I mean, so ominous. Right.
1: Are, are we going to talk about the writer Max
0: Landis, son of? Uh, <sighs> yeah, Ron yeah. Landis. I feel like we need to. <laughs> okay. I
1: mean, <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> I guess... I don't know if it's relatively recently or in the last just couple years. Uh, Just kind of a... Kind of gross,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Like, he... You know, I mean... So he's the son of John Landis who already has a pretty bad, you know, track record. Man. Uh, you know... I'm gonna get... get John,
1: it. I got a few of my actors killed Landis.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean... So the fact that that Max Landis was able to sort of get past his dad's reputation and like become a pretty successful writer yeah. was already a big feat. And then he had to get, he got me to like so hard. hard. Like It was like, you know, not like a woman came out. It was like nine women came forward and said, you know, like he just completely torpedoed his career. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, this was, I think one of the last things he did that like, you know, like, I think he's done a couple little things where he's trying to get, you know, get his name back out there, but he's never going to have the career that it looked like he was going to.
1: Anthony, you're saying this now. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but give us about 15 years and he's going to get rehabilitated.
0: Oh, yeah, probably so.
1: He's going to be the nicest guy in Hollywood until Me Too Part 2 comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah, it's really sad. It feels like... A lot of men have figured out the formula of, like, okay, if this happens, if you just disappear for, like, a couple years and then just come back, it'll just kind of fade away. I mean, there's so many, um, like, big and small, you know, I feel like Louis C.K. has kind of started coming out and, like, doing his stand-up specials and stuff again, and, like, he'll have a show before long. Should
1: we talk about the fact that Kevin Spacey is trying to come back and do, like, what, what was it,
0: advertisements or something? Yeah, yeah. It's it, you know, and like the thing that you see over and over again. I know this is a huge like sidetrack, but I, I think it's important to talk about. Like, you you see when when you know, especially young men are accused of things. Uh, people are like, oh, well, you know, we don't want to ruin these guys' lives. Boys but, like, will
1: be boys, which is the grossest thing I uh, think people can say. Just about.
0: Yeah, and and the, the these these guys' lives never get ruined like they're fine the women that are in these stories their lives do get messed up because they get attacked by people who are mad that they're ruining their hero's reputation or whatever yeah and and then they just kind of have to like disappear from the public eye to just you know be safe right Uh, and that you know that's that's why women don't make these stories up like because it they do have to tank their own lives just to like Try to get a little bit of justice, and that's right. just to
1: tell the truth. They have to risk about thirty thousand, or however many millions of fans a person has, trying to kill them to stop mm-hmm. them from getting that out there.
0: Yeah, I mean the the Johnny Depp, Depp Amber Heard thing is all like. I mean the way that she got piled onto is just uh, it's just terrible. Yeah.
1: Well, that's a that's two awful people doing awful things. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think in that case, definitely, they were both in, you know, not not the best partners to each other, but yeah. it definitely seemed like she got a lot more uh, hate yeah. from the public than he did for right. everything, and that, I mean, that tells you a lot. Like, yeah. it, if they were both, I don't know that they were both equally in the wrong, but even if they were, you can definitely see that she got way more of the, uh, you know, the hatred from, you know, pop culture than, than he did. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, he's still kind of working, and I think she, uh, well, she is in the new Aquaman, right? As far as we know, Aquaman 2 that hasn't come out.
0: Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah,
1: so maybe everyone's like, listen, (laughs) we're just going to call this one a wash. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, but we're not here to talk about this other stuff. Uh, And hopefully James McAvoy and uh, Daniel Radcliffe don't come out as awful people uh because that would feel bad
0: yeah so as far as i know both of them are pretty you know pretty well respected and haven't haven't gotten up to any trouble that we know of and right as, i mean Daniel radcliffe I mean, anymore has like he's seems cool like he's doing a lot of like weird indie stuff like he just seems like a guy who's like i made my money i got my name out there and now i can do what i want and like i i think that's awesome
1: Listen, if you can whip your dick out on Broadway, you know, and everyone like <laughs> clap and thank you for it, <laughs> you're doing something right.
0: Yeah. Consensually whip your dick out. Right, on Broadway. right, right. <laughs> I mean, people literally paid money to see him do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, more power to him. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Another tangent so, yeah. done. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I like, you know, I mean, you know, we've we've talked about a lot of Frankenstein movies. I feel like everybody here listening is is well familiar with the story. And I like that this movie kind of acknowledges that right away. Like, we start out with, like, some shots of, like, the creation, you know, lightning and all that. But we get a voiceover from Daniel Radcliffe as, as Igor. And he just says, you know this story. A crack of lightning, a mad genius, an unholy, unholy creation. creation. That's so, fun. like, yeah, he's kind of, like... You've, it, it feels like a Frankenstein, the true story kind of thing. Like you've, you've heard the the story, the way, you know, the way that the pop culture, you know, portrays it. But now I'm going to tell you what really happened.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. This is, this is the low down nitty gritty, even though I'm
0: not mentioning the actual book. <laughs> yeah. He ends his little like monologue with sometimes the monster is the man, which again, done, is, done. is... <laughs> we've I mean, definitely seen that. that's the whole thing, that. right? <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> uh and, and but then we go right to a, a an unfamiliar scene for us which is like a circus and you've got mm. a performer he's like a hunched back clown which is
1: daniel radcliffe
0: yeah he's got like he's he's dirty his hair's all matted we see like there's like a trapeze performer that he's kind of looking up at lovingly he's clearly you know this kind of feels like you know daniel and um i forget the uh the Romani girl's name in the uh, house of oh, Frankenstein, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's, it's the kind of deformed hunchback who's in love with this, this beautiful performer. Now um,
1: I, I don't want to give Max Landis too much credit here, but this is a good line. We all, we, we always have someone to look up to and then trapeze artist overhead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is really good. Yeah. Uh, and then we see that like, you know, he's, he um he's a he's doctor kind of abuse yeah yeah like he, um after the the performance which involves like people kind of like throwing him around and like he's not treated well
1: like but literally then, yeah, beating he, him in the middle of a performance
0: yeah yeah it's wild uh but then yeah like after hours he's like working on like medical notes and like he is the circus doctor like you know there's probably a lot of injuries at the circus and he's in charge of caring for all of the the performers And he's got like, you know, anatomical drawings and stuff like he's, he's, you know, which is, it's kind of a nice, like, you know, he doesn't look like, you know, he's not a distinguished barren doctor like Frankenstein, but he's clearly a very, uh, you know, well-educated and smart man. He just doesn't look like it. So he's not treated well. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And do we even get a name for this guy? I just call him Rat Face Dude.
0: Yeah, I don't think he has a name. Well, anyway, he's, sure.
1: obviously he's verbally abusing Igor, or the mm-hmm. person we will come to know as Igor. Yeah. Spoiler Yeah,
0: at this point, he, like, literally doesn't even have a name. That's how well-treated he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's being mistreated by everyone, which isn't, like, you'd think that at least the other performers would be like, thank you, you're helping us, you're, you know, but... You're setting our bones. No, he's... Yeah, he's at the very bottom of the, the totem pole, basically. Yeah, um, quite literally. Everyone
1: stands above him. Wop, bop, bop, bop. M- anyway...
0: <laughs> so that I think it's like we see like the next, or it's like a, another later day, a, another circus performance. This is not a traveling circus. It seems like it's like yeah, stays it's like in set up place. in
1: London. Mm-hmm.
0: But we see a distinguished gentleman played by James, James McAvoy. Um, so we know who that is <laughs> Everyone yeah. knows who this is. <laughs> so he's attending the circus this night. Um, so
1: one cool thing about this Victor is kind of like you were talking about the action hero thing, where um. That Robert Downey uh, Jr. Sherlock like he would analytically like point out the weaknesses of all of his uh, Mm -hmm. opponents well this victor literally kind of sees creatures as their anatomical drawings and like then he narrows in on the part he wants
0: yeah it's like an x-ray vision it's not real x-ray vision but like he just knows what's under there because he's just you know a medical doctor or whatever he's that gifted yeah um, and so, yeah, we see that, you know, we see that as he's walking around, like he's like kind of like seeing the, the skeletal structure of various animals. Um, and then, you know, he sits down to, to watch the performance and Lorelai, the, the trapeze dancer, slips and falls. Well,
1: at the moment they, they showed that she was in here, I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> she's going to die, <laughs> isn't
0: she? Yeah. And so, yeah, she hits the ground and she... Does isn't dead, but she's not breathing. She's, like, broken some bones. Yeah, and, it's, and it's cutting uh, off her uh, her oxygen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Victor being, you know, medically savvy goes to, like, help. Uh, well, but, he, but
1: he's like, oh, too bad. I guess she's going to die.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like, we don't have the equipment here. We need to save her. It's a lost cause. And, of course, you know, Igor being... Uh, also medically savvy, but also being in love with this woman, he's not going to give up. So right. um, he's also not he looking kinda, for body parts. Yeah, so he does like the same kind of. He has the X-ray vision kind of power as well, and realizes he he has an idea. He like borrows Victor's pocket watch mm-hmm. and like presses on her collarbone and like kind of like you know sets the bone. Um, yeah, or, you know, they, but he, or he starts to, and Victor's like, "No, wait! I see what you're going to do, but we need to straighten this." Uh, So they, they kind of team up and together they are able to set these bones and it allows her to breathe again. Um, so, and, and, you know, Victor's like, wait, so you're just a, you're a clown here? Like you're a clown physician. Yeah. You have like a, a gift, like what I just saw you do. Like, I didn't think I could have saved her and you did it. So you, you know, you deserve better than what you're getting here at this circus. Right,
1: and and he's like, "Come on, we need to go." And Igor's like, "Nah, this is my home. I don't, I wouldn't know what to do outside of it." Yeah, and of course the ringmaster's so, uh, like, "All right, pack her up, send her out the back door. We don't want our the customers seeing this."
0: <laughs> yeah. So Victor leaves with Lorelai, and I you know I guess head to the hospital. Well, we also to...
1: get the the title card. We get the title card drop. Oh, my name is Victor Frankenstein.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty good. Uh, that'll uh, come back yeah, like he yeah uh so they leave and then we get um I, I think the ringmaster knows that like igor has just kind of like found an out and we yeah. can't let that happen so he He's like, like hey, locks him, him in a cage
1: fuck his shit up mhm
0: yeah so they they want him to know that he has no better options that this is not this is like his only place to be it's his home his prison his everything yeah and what do all great uh, oppressors do they burn all the books yeah take all of igor's valuable medical notes burn them up uh while he's i think he's basically in like a tiger cage you yeah. know like one of those um ones on wheels that you see at circuses and stuff um so you know he he's not feeling great and then a little later victor comes it's it's night now he he comes to see and he's like i'm getting you out of here i'm taking you away you deserve better than this yeah i
1: like how um, he has a high power magnet like lockpick <laughs> that's pretty good
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's more kind of like the action hero-y kind of thing mm-hmm. um and igor at first is like i don't i don't know like and he's like listen uh, you, this is your last chance like i, I we've got to run so do you want me to free you or not and he's like okay fine free me so Right they, as Barnaby
1: uh, comes, uh, the ringmaster Barnaby comes out. and's like, hey, get away from my my hunchback over there.
0: <laughs> Which then leads to like an action sequence. It's like oh, yeah. an extended escape where they're running, they're jumping over things, they're like get fighting people throwers. as they go. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Like, it, it this is where I was like, oh, this is like the the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock. Mm-hmm. It's it's very similar in the the you know the action packed scene. Yeah. Um, it kind of ends with the, the quote-unquote rat boy. I mean, because he has the big teeth and
1: he's, his face looks like a rat, um, mm-hmm. he comes out with a, a rifle, a double-barreled uh, rifle. And he's mm-hmm. like, all right, I got you now. And Vic, I like how Victor's like, oh, do you? I'm just going to turn this light on to uh, <laughs> obscure you. Then the knife thrower comes through, sees the reflection of Victor, throws his knife, kills
0: the rat boy. And they end up finally, like, they're in the center of, like, the, the main, you know, tent, and they're, like, surrounded by people, and uh, Victor's like, what do we do? And Igor's like, oh, there's a secret passage, they, like, pull up a vent and just vanish. They're, like, yeah, hiding behind just, horses and stuff.
1: We just happened to put this circus over a grate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nothing could go wrong with animals that have fragile legs or anything
0: like that. Mm, right, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because they, like, they escape through... They go down this grate and then they just, like, go through a tunnel and suddenly they're just, like, out in London. Mm-hmm. And immediately, was like, I've, you know, I've never been outside of the circus. This, I, I I don't even know what to do. But he knew how to... Like, he knew this path, but right. says he's never been... I, yeah, I don't know if he just heard other people talk about that it was a, a tunnel out, but... We'll never know. Uh, it's not yeah. that important. <laughs> right.
1: They escape. That's uh, what's important,
0: right? Yeah, so this is bad uh, and, writing, <laughs> is what this is. <laughs> so we get to ding him. So from there, you know, Victor takes Igor back to his lab, and, you know, he's like, this is, you know, this is where you live now. Like, this is our, our home. Yeah. Uh, and he kind of is like, you know, you, there's a, kind of gives him a little bit of a tour. There's a shower. You'll probably need that soon. But then right. he, he just
1: comes out with fucking, like, super crazy surgical equipment. A siphon yeah, with I a needle on it.
0: Yeah, and of course, Igor has never been treated well by anyone in his life. So he's like, oh, okay, now the other shoe's dropping. You're going to do something fucked up to me because that's what people do to me. Ah, it's Um, a crazy
1: sex thing is what this is.
0: (laughs) And, you know, Victor is like, you know, just just hold still. And he, like, pushes him up against a wall.
1: Right, he dive tackles him into the pillar.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And jams this big needle into Igor's back. And he's like, so you thought you were like a hunchback with like a spine injury or, you know, deformation or whatever, but no, you just have an abscess. Right. A massive um, fucking abscess that's bent you over. Mm-hmm. So he drains it. Okay. And suddenly... This man is
1: sucking on the end of this tube like it was fucking for his, 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 his he was siphoning gas out of a car. Mm, but it's oh, pus. yeah.
0: It, yeah. I... Bruh, sorry yeah it was pretty gross yeah like he like has to spit some of it out it's Mm -hmm. it's unpleasant
1: Um, quite a bit and i like how once he siphons it all he's like three two one and he pulls out
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a metaphor right there (laughs) and now you know igor doesn't have a hunch anymore he's still kind of like leaned over a little bit and he's and victor's like yeah you're you're body is used to dealing with this right. so we need to put you in a back brace now and he does and suddenly you know it's just Daniel Radcliffe like he just looks you know mostly normal now just just a little disheveled that's it mm-hmm. and that's when Victor's like yeah now that we got that taken care of maybe shower that might be the next step to right. getting you looking better and then he's pr- pretty much like hey um I don't know your name and I don't know if you know your name but now you're Igor Straussman my uh, roommate who uh likes to take opium Mhm. He's like, you know, you need to, you're you're in hiding now, so you need yeah. an alter ego. So that's that's what we're gonna go with. I'm gonna go down in my basement and work on something.
1: <laughs> Looks at the camera and shrugs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So Igor goes to take a shower, uh, while Victor goes to work, and then I think we go back to the circus. Where the police have arrived, and of course Barnaby tells them a bullshit story. We have this dangerous hunchback that we've kept under lock and key to protect the city, and he escaped, and he killed some people, and everything. And like right away, the police like we've got Inspector Turpin, who's like the the the, the guy who played Moriarty, um, yeah. and uh, he knows what's up. Yeah, he's he's like this this story's this is bullshit. Like this is. Um, Clearly, yeah. this was a, a, a person who'd been held in captivity and someone helped him escape. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, his, his uh, partner is like, All okay, that, yeah, that makes sense. But um, he's like, nah, report it as a murder, though. <laughs> we, we still want to find out what's going on with these people. Yeah, he said, I think that our circus freak may only be the beginning. There's, there's something bigger happening here and we need to get to the bottom of it.
1: Well, he's not wrong.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Then we cut to a very happy taxidermied monkey hanging uh, <laughs> off a bookshelf, and Igor waking up. At, this is after he's cut his hair, and now he's beautiful Daniel Radcliffe.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. He wakes up and like he's by himself, and he can't. And Victor's not around anywhere, and, you know he's he's kind of used to being abandoned. But then he sees that Victor left a note, and is like, "Hey, you know, I've got class. I'll I'll be in school." But uh, here are the keys. Here's know, some money. Yeah, here's some clothes for you know, clean clothes. Like, you know, like we've often, you know, we usually have Victor, not really having like caring for his assistant, and certainly not for his creation. But this Victor seems to be kinder, or you know, at least uh, he's capable of like, you know, being kind, whether you know, whether it's for you know, ulterior motives or not. Right, uh, he has humanity to him. Yes, yeah, He he's capable of, like, understanding that, that Igor has needs and that he should care for him. Right. Um, so, yeah, that that's a big step up from most of our Victor Frankensteins.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is a big character departure, especially <laughs> from some of the books we've read. Mm-hmm,
0: absolutely, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and, you know, and he also, he just trusts Igor. He's like, you know, you can have your run of the house. Here's some money. You know, do what you want. Right. I'll be back later, and we can have dinner. Um, so you know, Igor's enjoying this newfound freedom and, and you know, possibility. So he takes some money. I will say that this
1: is the most unbelievable part of the movie, though, is that Igor walks out
0: and sees a bright, sunny
1: London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't buy yeah, it. Yes. <laughs> especially at this time period. Right. You know, I mean, London's always. Yeah. But, yeah, this would not be. Quite as yeah, it, it's almost metaphorical. Like he's he's stepping out into a brand the brand sun brand of a possibility. You know, he's out of the circus and everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah London would definitely not be this pretty at this time.
1: Honestly, it probably um, would be a little bit better if like you had all that bright light, and then he steps out, and it's just like a sign, <laughs> and behind <laughs> the dreary dun- uh London that we come to know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But, of course, the first place that, that he goes is to the hospital because he wants to check in on Lorelai, see how she's doing. Yeah.
1: And, of course, hospitals at this time are not the best. Uh, so mm-hmm. they pretty much just... I don't know if... Like, maybe this was quote-unquote quote, poor people hospital because there's just a row of people in in mm-hmm. their beds.
0: Yeah. It looks more like what you see as, like, a battlefield hospital. You know, yeah. it's just, like, one big open room. Um and is unconscious and Igor talks to the nurse a little bit and she's just like you know we're we're doing all that we can but like you know that we just kind of have to just leave her and he's like make sure that she gets the best care when she wakes up tell her that a friend came by like uh, you know make sure she has everything she needs and he gives her a little bit of the money that Victor gave him you gotta grease kinda... those palms yeah yeah so you know it, it's like Igor is getting comfortable with his new station pretty quickly like uh you know i'm going i'm going to use this to my advantage in, in whatever way i can so that, that's as, as
1: many people do
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um and i think then he heads out and on his way home he sees wanted posters that feature uh, drawings of him and victor both right but of course his are his are the sad clown version
1: mm-hmm. versus the handsome handsome daniel radcliffe version
0: yeah uh so then, I think we go back to the police station where Inspector Turpin um, is talking to his. Uh, does that? Have, does the other cop ever get he, get a name? Like he's just kind of like, okay, yeah. He's just kind of like a uh, you know a sounding board for Turpin to talk at. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean that's but pretty much like, what he is. But they do give him. They they say his name like offhandedly.
1: <laughs> like okay. Twice. <laughs> but yeah. So now they've got. They found a pouch that victor dropped we saw victor drop it and mm-hmm. what's in that pouch
0: it's like a, a tiger foot right i think or it's a lion kind of... lion paw lion okay but yeah like a you know uh, he's you know and turpin's like the you know the man who helped the hunchback escape dropped this uh and there's been a rash of animal parts being stolen around right. london for the past couple of weeks yeah someone hit the uh, zoo a couple weeks back right yeah so I think these things are tied together in some way.
1: Mm. This is a good inspector. He's very
0: more, very more arty of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Igor gets back home. Uh, and Victor's already gotten back from class and Igor's like, look what I saw on the way home. They're, they're, they're after us. Like there's well, this one. He sees poster. Igor hunched over a drawing on the floor. Right. And he's like, Oh, you're hunched mm. over again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but, like, you know, Igor's worried. Like, I, you know, I don't want to be, <laughs> like, pursued by the police. I, you know, I want a new life where I'm not in danger all the time. Mm-hmm. And Victor's like, this doesn't even look like you. The drawing of me doesn't look like me. This is this is fine. Like, yeah, you know, good. it's... It, like He's just kind of laughing about it. He's like, they, they did a terrible likeness. You know, like, that nose is not my nose. I, I, um, it's a pretty, pre accurate James McAvoy, though. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And, I mean, like, the Igor looks just like... The, you know the hunched back version of him but mm-hmm. you know he's he's definitely got a little bit more room to to hide you know with his new appearance but right yeah i i feel like if i was victor i'd be a little worried about that yeah but i mean he's got money right so why is he really worried so. <laughs> right yeah uh, so, so hey let's go so to they, dinner yeah awesome. they sit down to dinner and you know igor is eating with his hands and he's Victor's like just kind of like cutlery <laughs> Yeah, he's, like, teaching him table manners a little bit. They talk about, uh, you know, Victor's work, and he's like, you know, I've I've got all these theories, I've got all these ideas, but, like, you have some of the most skilled surgeon hands I've ever seen. Like, you in action was impressive, and I I need you as, as like, my hands, basically. I I want an assistant who can do some of the the detail work that I'm not capable of. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And as a matter of fact, I got something I got to show you.
0: So you know what I'm up to, and yeah. he, so he takes him to the lab, and we've got uh, you know a big jar full of liquid <laughs> with floating eyeball. Or these these aren't even just eyeballs; they're like eye li- like the it's like the face, but just the eye part. Like right. there's like you know skin eyelids and like
1: the cheeks, <laughs> the upper part mm-hmm. of the
0: cheek. Yeah, um, and you know Victor starts. He's got like you know it's connected to all this equipment. He starts turning a crank on like a um, <laughs> Science hexagon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's all manual, but he's like turning it really fast, and like there's sparks going and everything. And yeah, he suddenly... remarks that the eyes have been in this fluid for like six or three months, mm-hmm. and they're still good. And like it doesn't seem like anything happens, but then he like you know pulls out a match and lights it, and like moves it back and forth, and the eyes you know follow the the light. Uh, right, but Eagle's obviously, like this is a mess.
1: You just, you just jacked the nerves up, man. Like, if <laughs> yeah. you connected them in this other way, they would be fine. They would actually be
0: able to follow the light and see. And it's like, how do you know that?
1: <laughs> how do you really know that?
0: Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have any medical training as far I mean, like, if he doesn't even have a name, there's no way he went to med school. Right. Um, and hell, just, if he went I to guess... med school, why is he a hunchback clown? Right. Yeah, he just, I guess, just is a natural. He just, like, has the the abilities, which is not a thing. Right, I wish I could just Jedi medical school. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, Igor is intrigued and, you know, Victor's obviously like, interested in the fact that Igor's catching mistakes that he made. Like, this is going to be a good match. They've got, you know, Igor's skill and Victor's theory. It's going to work well together victor's like you know okay pl- this lab is your lab now play around here's all these books whatever you need well
1: he um, literally says know. i'm gonna assign you uh schoolwork basically i'm gonna <laughs> need you to do that
0: yeah uh, and that that leads right into a montage of them like doing some like anatomical experiments or you know just you know v- igor's they're, they're learning to work together and, and learning what they're capable of victor's just bringing random piles of meat <laughs> to, yeah to igor yeah <laughs> Yeah, and Igor's you know attaching things and just you know doing all of the, the the Frankenstein stuff. As the montage ends, we see Lorelei leaving the hospital, um, and like getting into a carriage or something, and like Igor is watching from a distance. Yeah. Um it's you know it seems like he's like he's happy that she's out, but he's like where's she going? Like this you know this isn't the circus. Like the, the people that are picking her up are, are it's not somebody that looks familiar to him. Right. And I think that he's like, oh, now she has a
1: benefactor, so
0: she's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm.
1: Probably never gonna yeah. see her
0: again, though. But he's hoping for the best for her, you know. Like he, he, he's escaped the circus now, and he would like that for her as well. Like she deserves a better life than she had there. Exactly. Everyone does apparently,
1: uh, except for <laughs> except for the ringleader Barnaby. Uh, <laughs> but as Igor arrives home, uh, just to remind us that he's not the actual Igor he receives a, a set of final notices for uh, overdue payment. Mm-hmm.
0: And, yeah, it reminds him that, the, you know, that supposedly he's, you know, acting in place of this, this previous Igor, this friend who's often out traveling, but, like, he could yeah. come back at any time. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy, that'll and, be something uh, when that happens, right? When they, when they introduce <laughs> right. each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then Victor gets home and he's like, We're gonna celebrate. We've we've accomplished so much in, in our practice work, like we're we're getting close to, to really getting to something, but I've been, been invited to this this ball. We should we should go. Well it's a special um, club
1: that his dad has membership in. Basically nepotism like light. If that. Mm-hmm. Well no, it's just strongly nepotism, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just because my dad is a member here, I get to go.
0: Yeah. Um and then we so we cut straight to the party where uh, Victor and Igor are sitting at a table with these two women. Right. Victor's like,
1: hey, let's do test tube babies.
0: And then, like, (laughs)
1: once they're grown a little bit more, we could put them in you so you could birth them. Right.
0: What? Yeah, it's you know, like, Victor grew up in this, like, upper-class family. He should know how to, like, behave in public, and Igor did not. He's a circus freak. He should not, but, like, Victor is scaring these women to death. Like, he's talking about really, like, complicated scientific stuff that sounds scary and weird to them and Igor's just kinda like, Victor, you probably shouldn't like maybe chill. I'm gonna um, be real
1: with you, if this is Victorian times, that's probably exactly what an upper <laughs> upper class person thought about
0: <laughs> women, you know? It's like, oh, you're there yeah. for the babies. Right, yeah, that's that is true. <laughs> so eventually I think Igor gets up to like wander around uh, see other things at the party, and he bumps into Lorelei. At first, she doesn't recognize him because obviously he looks quite a bit different. Right. Um, he does the sad and, boy thing of walking, turning around, and walking away. Yeah, but then like she she realizes she you know she like makes the connection and she's like, oh my god, I'm, you look so great! Like you look like you're doing so much better. I'm I'm so happy. Yeah, it turns um, out there, there was just a bunch of pus in my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's like, yeah, you know, I'm, um, I'm performing in this cabaret now. Like, uh, you know, I've, she says the guy's name. That, Baron that's Bromine stinking. or Bromine. Okay. Um, she's like, I attend social events with him and he runs this cabaret where I perform. Right. And, and in public, know, it, I'm his consort, but behind closed doors, he prefers the gentleman. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, you know, she's, she's a beard. She's, uh, kind of helping this guy get through a society that would not be okay with his uh his actual lifestyle so even uh, almost two even 200 years later (laughs) (laughs) right yeah uh but yeah so they're you know they're kind of like happy to reconnect and you know obviously igor's happy to know that she's not really already seeing somebody that maybe he's got a chance yeah And, of course, Victor has to rush up and is like,
1: hey, is this the fallen angel? (laughs) Because she fell and broke her bones, see? and He's
0: like, he starts, you know, rattling off to her that, like, you know, Igor's been this, he's my assistant now, it's great, like, we're going to defeat death. And she's like, no, you shouldn't try to do that, like, that's bad. Like, that's, you know, this is, again, pretty standard stuff for people to be like, you're, like, you know, spitting in the face of God, like, this is not, it's not okay victor's like no like but wouldn't that be great you know like if if somebody you love died like you could bring them back what's the difference Uh, between us resuscitating you and us bringing someone who's dead back to life yeah and somehow the the way that he sways her is with this really dumb card trick thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) he pulls out a little card that just says death on it and he like touches a match to it and it's like you know phosphorus or something like that it burns up but then like the card's still there but now it says life
1: how much money did this guy have to sink into this one fucking card for this one <laughs>
0: trick Yeah, it's, it's so goofy yeah. she's just like oh wow that's real yeah okay I'm, yeah. I'm on board now i now agree with your whole philosophy because a of this literal dumb
1: card like bad magician trick <laughs> yeah
0: the party kind of like comes to an end and victor and igor head out in their direction And Victor's like, I don't know if you should hang around with her. I think she's going to hold you back from what we're working on. Obviously, Um, he's
1: jealous already.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, Victor is definitely, like, has an attachment to Igor. Like, this is... He's my partner. Like, I, I don't want him, you know, having anything else. Like... It, codependency it's great. in place. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Like, he he's the ideal partner because he has no family, no friends, no anything. Like, he has to just be stuck in my house with me all the time. Right. That's healthy. Right, yeah. Um, so, I think then we, you know, they get home and Victor's like, all right, I think it's time. I'm going to show you what I've been working on. You can see right. you can my see first creature. Yeah. Um, his name is Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> um and gordon is not our you know frankenstein monster that we're used to gordon is a horrific chimpanzee and other right. animal amalgamation um P- poor poor fucking ch- chimp thing <laughs> yeah it, it like it's like half of its face is decayed away it looks rough like yeah, it, yeah. like um, he
1: literally picked this up like in the scraps of the
0: the animal graveyard Hmm. yeah and, you know, but, but, uh, Victor, you know, starts turning cranks and everything and he's able to get it to come to life, but it just kind of like is alive well, for a minute. And then well, they kind say
1: of... the thing though. Right. They go, it's
0: alive. It's alive. <laughs> yeah. 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 Of course. And Victor's like, all right, uh, we're, we're good. Like let's, we can take this to the, like the medical society. Like I want to show this to our peers. Yeah. Like we're going I'm, to the college
1: a... and we're going to give a presentation.
0: Yeah. And Igor's like, "Okay, well, good luck with that and Victor's like, "No, you're my partner, you're coming with me yeah. like this is our project
1: which is nice, uh, you know he's not taking credit for it all himself mm-hmm,
0: yeah uh so you know Igor's definitely touched by that, and then we see like Lorelei at her uh you know at, at uh her place she receives an invitation from Igor to attend the uh the presentation think, like yeah. he's he's proud of his work and he wants her to see it. Yeah, absolutely. But nothing could go wrong here, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I think we just cut to the presentation, and it's you know it's in like a surgical theater. You, you know you've seen these kind of rooms in a lot of movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now I love that Victor is a terrible public speaker, like
1: eloquent <laughs> yeah. everywhere else, but
0: like in public he's just a stammering mess. Yeah. Yeah. It feels right, you know. Like it, he's, he he's he's so good at everything. He's gotta have some things that he's not. And yeah. Often, you know, science-minded people are not, you know, they're used to working alone. They're not used to having to, like, talk to, uh, you know. But, and, and the funny thing is, is he's not great with public speaking, and he's only speaking to, like, eight people. Like, right. nobody attended this. Uh, like, the whole theater is mostly empty. There's, like, a handful of guys and then Lorelai. That's it. Well, there's also this really rich kid that's heckling him. <laughs> he's like, hurry yeah, up!
1: Yeah. yeah, super shitty guy. Yeah. Um, By the way, his name's Finnegan. He's an important character. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So they um, they try to revive Gordon. Nothing happens except that like a bunch of flies come flying out of its right. mouth. And everyone's so, like, "Oh, great! Like,
1: you just turn up all the flies in this dead chimpanzee."
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible. So everybody starts to kind of get up and file out their, you know, they they weren't very confident that Victor had much to show anyway, and now they've been confirmed that, no, he's a, he's a quack. Yeah. Um, but Finnegan kind of sticks around and starts, you know, mocking him more. Um, and he came for a vi- show, and he's here to heckle. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Victor keeps trying to give give Gordon more juice, and finally gordon wakes up but instantly just is in like attack mode just like right. starts fighting yeah he pulls out all the
1: tubes <laughs> he doesn't like all the mm. tubes being attached to him
0: yeah and uh, he like knocks victor down and like co- goes like running out of the theater and so igor starts chasing after him but he sees lorelei and he like stops for like a second
1: Mm-hmm. which is that's interesting okay we have is this a king kong reference <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels that way, doesn't it? Like, okay, yeah, just uh, You know, beauty tames the beast kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Igor ends up kind of, like, catching up to Gordon in, like, a, a lab. They tussle, and they both end up, like, falling over a balcony, and they're, like, hanging on. Yeah. Um, and Gordon, and has, of
1: course, being a chimpanzee, he's trying to scale Igor. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh,
0: so Victor comes in at that point and, you know, sees them. And is trying to help Gordon up, and Igor's like, he's dangerous, like, don't, like, let him fall, get, help me, (laughs) (laughs) help me get up, Um, but, you know, Victor does, yeah, so he, you know, we've seen Victor being kind, but now we see that, like, you know, Victor is, the work is still the most important thing to Victor.
1: Yeah. Um, There's still a lot of Victor in Victor.
0: Exactly, yeah. So he, he gets Gordon up, and then he does help Igor up after that. Um, Gordon is still, like, dangerous and, like, fighting and stuff, and, like, they end up having to, like, kill Gordon to, like, yeah, put they, him... Yeah, they put him down with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. I love how Finnegan's, like, that was brilliant. Good job.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna endorse <laughs> you guys.
0: Yeah, he's, he's kind of impressed, actually. Uh, and he's like, you know, I'd like to see what you all can do next. And, you know, my, my wealthy family, like, I can get some money and, and bankroll you and, and help you know progress your work. Yeah, this time, could you make maybe a, a guy instead of just a monster, a beast? Yeah, and Victor's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Like, that's that's really the dream. That's what I want. And Igor's like, w- look what just happened with, <laughs> yeah. with this. Like, maybe we should do some smaller experiments before we try to make a man. Like, that right. that seems risky at this point.
1: But Victor shows his inner, like, Dr. Frankenstein. He's like, hey, you need to know your place.
0: I'm the scientist. You're the assistant. You do what I say. Yep. Later that night, like, I th- Igor's, like, having a nightmare. We're just getting little, like, flashes. It's it's a pretty short, it's not like a, a dream sequence or anything. Right. Um, but he's woken up by a knock at the door, and it's Inspector Turpin who wants to talk to Victor. Yeah. Um, Igor's like, no, you know, he's he's not here right now. You know, you have to come back another time. And... I love how uh, Inspector Turpin's like,
1: hey, didn't you used to have a hump? <laughs>
0: yeah he's like do you miss the circus and you yeah. like what no, i don't know what you're talking about i yeah you don't my like name's igor <laughs> i'm a totally different guy you know, like but turpin yeah he's he's good about like playing things just right you know like he's he's scaring igor to see what he'll say but like he's not you know trying to arrest him just yet like he's yeah. kind of you know, playing things a little close to the vest, but letting him know, like, I'm on to you. I think at that point, Victor does come in and Turpin's like, there was an attack at the, the, the college. There was a, a, about an chimpanzee. animal. And Victor's like, yeah, that, that was us. You know, it was th- this chimpanzee. He was a, a totally alive chimp that we were doing experiments on. And he went mad and attacked. But we, we put him down. Everything's fine.
1: Well, he tells them um, that he was teaching the chimpanzee a primitive belief systems. <laughs> right
0: bizarre uh and turpin knows there's more going on (laughs) turpin's talking about
1: god and such
0: yeah basically turpin he's talking about god he's talking about religion and stuff and like he makes victor mad enough that victor's like i've you know i've made a creation i I, i'm like a god and turpin's like ah yes okay so you did just admit that it wasn't just a live chimp you you actually were doing something
1: well, and then Victor's like, is what I would say if I did stuff like that. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Victor's not exactly. A, like, Turpin is definitely smarter when it comes to this kind of thing. Victor yeah. is. Uh, has met his meta's match, as far as that Hubris. goes. Yeah. But Victor is like, you know, you can't. I, I don't see a warrant, so I'll get out of here. We'll, we'll you know, and Turpin's like, all right, I'll be back. I, I will get a warrant and I will return. Yep. It's cut to like later on that day Igor and Lorelai ha- are taking a walk through London and again she's like I'm scared for you like I feel like what you you all are doing is dangerous and you know I I don't think Victor has your best interest at heart like I, I feel like you deserve better than than how he's treating you right um, and Igor's like yeah but he saved my life like I owe him everything um, so right. I have to I have to stick with him he made me to a degree right Mm hmm but Lorelai's like yeah but he's supposed to be your friend like if if you all are friends then like you should be honest about how you're feeling about the work and and Victor should respect your you know your thoughts and your beliefs yeah which leads right into like Igor at home alone talking into a mirror practicing Practicing what he's gonna say to to Victor well that's when Uh, Charles fucking dance shows up at the door (laughs) yeah yeah, and he is as nervous as we would all be if Charles Dance showed up. <laughs> like He's very intimidated by him. <laughs> no um, doubt. <laughs> and we learn that this is Baron Frankenstein, Victor's father. He wants to speak to Victor, of course. And he
1: immediately knows that this is Igor, or at least he just calls him Igor. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he just doesn't care. He's like, somebody else who lives here is named Igor Straussman. This is the guy.
0: Yeah, he's... Talking to Victor, you know, Victor comes out, and and you know, the Baron's like, you know, I'm disappointed in you. I, you know, the school said they're about to expel you because you've not been going to class. You've been yeah,
1: I had to cover up for your
0: goofs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he says the the thing that disappointed dads always have to say uh, in movies, which is, yeah. I wish you could be more like your your brother who died. He says the, more the, like the... Henry. Yeah. This is yeah, he, he... to the movie, right?
1: Henry Frankenstein. Right.
0: Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So he leaves after basically shattering Victor's spirit. Right. Uh, <laughs> As Charles dances, wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. He he is legally obligated to crush a spirit before he leaves the room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um and unfortunately, that kind of ruins Igor's opportunity to like tell Victor his concerns. Now he sees Victor is, you know, like he sees the vulnerable side of Victor and he's like Come on, buddy. Let's let's do our experiments. Like I'm I'm here to help you. I I want to support your, uh, you know your your project. So yep. the Baron kind of sent Igor down the path that he was trying to avoid, unfortunately. Yep. So let's go do some science about it. <laughs> yeah. We're and gonna make this so
1: big chalk Vic- outline.
0: Yeah, Victor's like drawing a you know an anatomical drawing on the floor, and Igor's like. No, I think th- I think the problem is it needs to be bigger. If we make it bigger, we can fit everything we need in there. Right. And um and Victor's like this will be my
1: modern Prometheus. Oh. <laughs> dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but then Victor's like I don't but if we make it bigger like there's the organs, they're not going to be powerful enough to handle it and and he was you know like we yeah, do? we'll just give him two yeah. hearts, four lungs, yeah. it'll be fine. <laughs> give him two of everything, or a pair of everything, right? <laughs> yeah. And Victor's like, yes, hell yes, this is this is it. We got it figured out now. <laughs> so
1: you shouldn't let your friends drink and diagram because this is what comes of it. <laughs> right. they, they they bust out the whiskey and go to town on the
0: science. Yeah, yeah, we get a, a lengthy montage of yeah, they're they're drinking, they're they've got chalk, they're drawing and figuring and he's it all like, out. Of all them. right, here's here's a great idea.
1: We're gonna give him a flathead.
0: Igor's <laughs> like, why? He's like, because I want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really liked that line yeah. that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> we go from from them sort of feeling very victorious and everything's going their way to the police station where Turpin is not doing as well. He's kind of he's frustrated. Uh he can't get the warrant. Yeah, they're uh they're telling you know, him you're off the case or not you're off the case, but you're we're not we're not letting you go
1: through with this investigation. Uh there was a guy who showed up with a lot of money whose name was Baron something. <laughs> he <laughs> right. told us to stop and we did.
0: So. Yeah. And you know, but but Turpin is like I have a moral duty. Like this is, you know, he's he's very religious and like feels well, like this is his Frankenstein obsession moment, right? Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like he this he's going to he's he's not going to listen to anybody. He's going to do what he has to do to bring this to a stop. Yeah. Um you know, and, and we see this a lot with cops in movies, too. Like, you know, it's like the rogue cop who's not, you know, like, give me your gun and your badge, but, I, you know, he's still going to go out and, and... and... solve the crime. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, he's definitely in that stage. But, yeah, like... Yeah, but he, this isn't he, one he, of those he's... movies. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I think the the parallel with Victor is definitely intentional, where, like, they both are single-minded and, and blinded by their, their goal. Right. Um, the, and they're both... And, uh, they're both, like, assured of their moral high ground. Absolutely, yeah. I think the next thing is um, Igor is like, I've got plans tonight, Victor. I can't help with the experiment. I've got right. a date. Lorelai and I are going to a ball. And he, Victor's kind of like, well, we were going to work on a Prometheus together. <laughs> <laughs> And Igor's like, yeah, I'll be back. We'll, we'll work on it tomorrow. And Victor's like, okay, fine. Just just go. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. And Igor's like, fine. well, I've never been around passive-aggressive behavior because I've been <laughs> locked in a cage, so good. I'm glad it's fine. I'll see you as, later. And he just,
1: as <laughs> all straight men are want to do, okay, <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: I've definitely done that once or twice. <laughs> right. So then we just get a montage of Igor and Lorelai at the ball. They're dancing. They're having a great time. I think the last scene is that we don't see them have sex, but it, it's like they're laying Badly together. Fly. Like they're they're definitely going to. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Victor back, still working in the lab alone. Uh, well, and... it's it's Igor walking home after the mm. one night, and the
1: inspector is now at Victor's home, trying to break in with his
0: crew. Yes. Yeah, they're like hammering on the door and Igor sees and he's like, oh, I guess I'm going to go in the back door then. (laughs) So, yeah, he's able to get right into the house like it's nothing and is like, hey, you know, Victor, the the police are trying to break, (laughs) break in. We need to we need to go. Right. And Victor's Um, like, not without
1: my machines, baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah, the police, if they break in and see everything, we're going to be in trouble. Oh, also, here's this see this block of ice with this dude in it. That's the original Igor. That's right. gonna be a problem. <laughs> Igor Straussman me
1: Igor Straussman. Uh he's he, been dead for a while. Uh, and you took his eyes?
0: <laughs> yeah. I need to know that, that's what you saw earlier in the gel, remember? Victor's like, it was an overdose. Like I didn't yeah. kill him, I just you know, I just took made use of him and Igor's like, I thought you said he was just gone, like he just left. Well yeah. So, like, well yeah, I mean he was he's gone. <laughs> like <laughs> He's not um, coming back unless we make him. <laughs> yeah. and at that point Turpin does burst into the house he's got a gun he's waving it around he's pointing it at Victor and Victor's like I don't know what you think you're doing I, I don't fear death like I am right. past that my assistant's still here he'll bring me back <laughs> and Turpin's like I d- like the fear of death is, is useful like I fear death my my wife died I you know I I wish that she hadn't and I you know I want to live as long as I can right and- Um." Victor's like, well, we could
1: bring your wife back to life, and mm-hmm. the inspector's like, she's alive in the kingdom of heaven,
0: and that yeah. sets Victor the fuck off. He's like, religion's <laughs> a
1: fiction. Don't get over that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so we see they're they're two they're like, I mean they're in ideological opposites here, and they're they're clashing hard. And so like, yeah. you know, Victor's like, you're you're believing this nonsense. It's it's not real. Like, I could bring her back to life really here right in front of you. You could really talk to your wife instead of imagining that she's. you're going to see her again someday in the sky. Yeah. Um, and Turpin's like, you're a madman and history will bury you. No one will remember your name. Uh, you're going to be forgotten. Um, right. And then and Victor's like, oh, okay, you are hit me in the soft spot there. Uh, <laughs> hey,
1: Igor, drop whatever you're doing. And then... Gets the inspector's attention and Victor goes for the
0: gun. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, they, yeah, they kind of, like, they fight and uh, Turpin gets knocked back into, uh, you know, some science gears that are turning. Right. And his hand gets crushed and he's, like, trapped. He can't get loose. Yeah. So, uh, Victor and Igor manage to escape through a tunnel out the back as the cops finally break into the front door. Right. And the inspector breaks out at this point because, well...
1: He's one hand, he's one hand less.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he runs out and sees as Victor and Igor jump into um, a carriage that has a, uh, you know, a, a family crest on the yeah. door. And their rich you know,
1: benefactor has helped them once more.
0: Yeah. And uh, Turpin recognizes it as, as the Finnegan house crest, but they do get away. Of course, they're in the carriage and, you know, Turpin is injured. You can't really pursue at this point. Yeah. So I think the next scene is just Victor and Igor arriving at Finnegans house. Uh and Finnegan's and like, all
1: right, get some shit. Like, you know, what, we got some clothes
0: for you. You're going to Scotland. We've got an estate up there. You're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, it's very secluded. You know, country estate. No one will bother you. No one will hear what you're up to. Uh, and Victor's like, perfect. This is great. Igor's like, I don't know. Like, I... You know things have gone too far at this point. Like, gave maybe a dead guy's name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think you have my best interest at heart, and, and I, I think I'm gonna stay. Victor's like, I created you. Like right. you should, you have to do what I say. And Igor's yeah, like, no, I, I, don't. I, I can, I can be my own person now. You, you set me free, and I appreciate that. But I have to be who I need to be now. Right. And of course, because now he knows he can't
1: control Igor, he's like. Whoop, well, you're dead to me. <laughs> Bye.
0: Yeah, so he gets into a carriage and is, you know, headed off to the country estate. Finnegan's like, "Well, you know, since you're sticking around, Igor, there's there's probably some things that we could work on together." Right. Uh, and I then mean, we don't
1: need we don't need you going out public or anything.
0: Yeah. But then suddenly Finnegan has like a couple, you know, big like Bodyguard dudes with him. Yeah, he, he remarks Igor.
1: that Igor, you're you don't have any family, you don't have any friends. You, you your last friend left just a second ago, and you're loose in, so it's time to tie you up. Hmm.
0: Yeah, they tie him. They put a bag over his head and they throw him in the river.
1: Well, you see, uh, yeah, they throw him in the Thames. Well, uh, you see, though, he was in the circus, which means he automatically <laughs> knows how to escape bonds. Yeah. I guess.
0: Yeah. So yeah, he's able to wriggle out of the ropes, swim to safety. We cut away from that as he like pulls up onto onto the shore, and yep. we are back at the station where Turpin tries to tell his boss what just happened. Right. He's like Straussman
1: um, isn't Straussman. He's some other. He's a he's a hunchback that worked at the circus, and the inspector's like, uh huh, okay, uh huh.
0: <laughs> yeah. He sounds completely crazy because what he saw was completely crazy. Crazy. <laughs> um, uh. And the boss is like, "All right, yeah, you're you're suspended. You, you had no a warrant. warrant. You shouldn't to, to have been with. there. Yeah." And Turpin, like, we also see that he he's replaced his hand at this point. He's got like a wooden, like mannequin type hand. Right. Um, kind. Of, it felt sort of like a nod to what is it? Son of Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the inspector has yes. the, yeah the, the mechanical hand. hand. He's been kind of completely taken off the job at this point. And then we cut back to Igor, who is waking up in a bed being cared for by Lorelai. I I guess, I don't know if he made it to her or she found him, but, like, she's kind of, like, you know, he's he's mostly okay, but he was, you know, thrown in the cold river and stuff, so she's just kind of, like, making sure he's going to be all right. Um, Yeah, but he still has
1: that pocket watch of Victor's that he had when he saved Lorelai.
0: Yeah, and... And that like he's looking at it and it kind of like has a uh, he has like a flashback of Victor telling the story of how he got the watch. Victor's kind of vague. Like he's like he got trapped in a storm. It was like a blizzard or something. He had a friend with and, him. I think is what he says too. Mm-hmm. And you know that he was able to make it out, but his friend didn't. And he keeps the watch with him now as a reminder that people are weak and imperfect, mm-hmm. and that you know he wants to like find a way to make people able to survive the harsh conditions of life. Right.
1: And what what's the the name that uh Igor finds inscribed in the pocket watch? Henry. Henry Frankenstein to be specific.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, you know, obviously there there was a lot there that we already pretty much assumed, but yeah, now it's pretty clear that like Victor had a brother who died uh, and that, probably like, his fault mm-hmm, and that his father holds him responsible and you know it like it, it makes me think of like the, the walk hard Dewey Cox thing where his yeah. dad's like the wrong kid died and he just like yeah. keeps saying it over and over again <laughs> um, but yeah so obviously Igor's kind of like figuring some stuff out um, and like realizes what's going on and so he gets up out of bed starts strapping his brace on and Lorelai's like, "Where are you going? What's what? What are you doing?" And he's like, "Victor needs my help. Like, I, I, I now realize some things that I didn't, and like, I, I've got to go to him." Um, and he he says, "He did make me who I am." Mm-hmm. And Lorelai's like, "Well, if you're going, you're not going alone." Yeah, she's so, a ride or die. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Like, you know, this is. Igor is like finding his place in the world. Like he's got people who care about him and and who want to be with him and everything. So yeah, it, it you know, like it, it kind of keeps coming back to like we keep talking about. Victor created Igor. He made him who he is and stuff. It, this like Igor is the creation in this in yeah. to a certain extent, and he's kind of getting the best of that. Like he's not, he's not like shunned by society. He's or, you know, or he's, by Victor.
1: True. Exactly. Not truly.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think then we have well like uh Igor and Lorelai leave and we cut to Victor at the the Finnegren Country Estate where he is building his his big creation. Um and right. Igor and Lorelai arrive outside. As the storm's rolling in. hmm
1: So you know but, you know the scene's being set for the, the final confrontation.
0: Oh absolutely, yeah. So they they kind of like they're they're like at a distance from the house and they see there's like guards and stuff outside and they're like oh you Stop know we got Stop this gotta... carriage. Yeah. So Lorelei gets out and like plays like the you know like a damsel and she's like hey we're lost can you help us yeah. and she's talking to the guards as Igor as... Just books it into the woods. Yeah, yeah. So Igor manages to like make his way um to the house.
1: I swear I did um, this exact maneuver in D and D one time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a classic, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Distract the guards.
0: Yeah. Igor heads into the house, but then right. they are um, like, yeah, just go that way
1: and make a turn at the tree, and you'll be on the right path or something. And she's like, all
0: right, mm-hmm. thanks, boys. And but then she bumps in. into yeah uh, to Turpin. Why does he have an
1: eye patch? When did he lose a damn eye? <laughs>
0: Oh no! What the fuck? It's just it's supposed to make him look progressively crazier as it goes. I guess. I guess,
1: but like, spoiler alert—he's gonna lose the eye patch, and his eye's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to know what's up with this scene.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, That's like a But yeah, I mean, theory. he's really deranged in this scene. Like, he's like, you yeah. know, Victor Frankenstein is in league with Satan. He must be stopped. You know, I've got the you know the, the power of God on my side, and I've got a. Power, right. anime I got on my side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so th- then, in the uh, you know, in the lab, we see Victor is working with Finnegrin and like a bunch of his minions, basically. Yeah. Uh, they've got a big production going here. Yep. And pretty much,
1: it's it's given away right away that Finnegan's like, hey, once this guy does the thing, we're gonna. <coughs>
0: Yeah, this is going to be our experiment once it's over with. So. Yeah, Frank,
1: good uh, job, buddy. You keep doing what you're doing <laughs> over
0: there. Yeah. Um, and then Igor bursts in and he's like, Victor, don't listen. He tried to kill me. He's going to kill you too. Like you're, you know, you're just a tool that he's making use of to, to better his own situation. And
1: I love how like Victor Frankenstein he's become at this point
0: because Victor's like,
1: yeah, probably, but hey, I'll be famous.
0: Yeah, he's like the work is all that matters. Um, yeah. um you know I, I I can't stop.
1: Well, um, no, because Finnegan's just going to take your work for him. Mm-hmm. And Victor's like, yeah, oh hell <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, he's like they won't. He says they won't remember Frankenstein the man, only the monster. Yeah. Igor's like, I I figured it all out. Your story, you lost your brother in the blizzard, and you blame yourself, and you you want to try to prevent others from knowing the pain that you experienced when your brother died. Right. And. And Victor's like, no, you 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 haven't figured it out. I caused a life to be taken away, and I have to create a new one to replace it. Right to address the balance. Hmm.
1: Okay, that's that's interesting. That's cr- crazy cool take.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's there. It's a similar idea. It's like you know, it, they're they're on the same sort of wavelength, but I think the difference there the the subtle difference you know is that victor feels like he owes the world something like it's right uh, he's not he's got to replace it yeah exactly um but you know igor keeps trying to kind of like sway him that like this is this isn't the time or the place you need to to give this up but victor's not gonna listen yeah he's like there's a storm baby
1: it's it's go time
0: yeah, so they start raising the, the creation up to the ceiling. Right, and they I like how Lisa... shitty Finnegan is. Was like,
1: yeah, Frank, man, we're gonna be great.
0: We're gonna be famous. This is gonna be awesome. And Victor's like, uh-huh. yep. uh huh, yep, I believe you. Yep, yeah. and so like, and I mean, this, you know, it's a it's a great ending. Everything looks fantastic here. Yeah. We have like, they let these like weather balloons up into the sky, to you know, to to draw lightning and everything. And they're getting struck, and the, the lightning's traveling down and everything. Yeah. Um, Powers up the the system and then injects Prometheus. Igor's like, Victor, this is, this is too much power. We needed more, but this is, uh, this is going to be bad. And then it kind of like goes into sort of montage of, of everything happening. And we get the same monologue from the beginning of the movie again, where Igor's like, you know, this story, the, you know, the, the storm, the, the, the unholy creation, all of that. And sure enough, the the creation who this victor has named Prometheus, starts moving and breathing, but then too much lightning. Yeah, yeah. Lightning continues to strike. Things start exploding. There's there's fire. The slab that the creature's on, like one of the the ropes breaks and it's like swinging loose. Yeah, I think uh, at this
1: point Finnegan and his scientists basically go crashing into the ground and die,
0: because mm-hmm. everything's getting shaken. Yeah. And Turpin bursts in at that point. He's ranting crazy about, (laughs) yeah, he's talking about Satan. Uh, You know, he looks over and sees, or he like uh, Turpin and Victor are sort of like you know facing off off. again. Um, But then Victor looks over and the uh, the slab thing that we can't we
1: we got we can't pass this lineup. It's too fucking good because when when Turpin tells him you're doing the work of Satan, like Victor's like there ain't no Satan there's just me
0: <laughs> yes yeah it's really good yeah uh but yeah they they look over and this the slab that the creature was tied to is is swaying Ooh. back and forth but the creature's not attached to it anymore no Where where is he yeah um so turvin is like he pulls his gun and is trying to shoot it yeah. um well and victor it's it's a goofy fucking looking monster let's be honest like yeah the the For everything like... That, that, like, the as good as a lot of the stuff in this movie looks, yeah, the, the monster is pretty generic. Yeah, uh, like,
1: literally, it looks like the uh, giant robot out of Judge Dredd, like, the one with fucking Sylvester Stallone. Mmm,
0: yeah, yeah. So, not great! It, yeah, it's just kind of, I mean, like, it. it's just, it actually kind of looks like Frankenstein Jr., like, the cartoon Damn! robot, but just, like flesh Yeah. Like he's just kind of chunky and like that doesn't really have much going on. Like it, it's no. Yeah, no it's not a very interesting character design here. No, not at all.
1: Like I'm I'm afraid that they they well, we'll get to it, but I think they're they pl- already planned a sequel before the me too movement and that probably mm. squashed it cuz I I
0: feel like at the end we're going to get sequel bait.
1: Yeah. And this is probably yeah. proto creature
0: yeah that makes sense and it, it you know again like it feels like this movie is definitely more about Igor than about the yeah. monster so it 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 makes sense that it was kind of an afterthought I feel like it probably would have made the movie stand out a little more if they had right. you know taken Done the something. trouble to make this yeah um but yeah so like you know Turpin is pointing a gun at the creature while Victor is like calling to him and he's saying like I'm your brother. Come to me. Right. So um,
1: this is Henry, like, or at least part of him's Henry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which was, you know, I mean, we knew the stuff about the, or that like Victor felt like he owed a life or whatever, but like, this is the first that we're getting that like, this is, you know, that Henry's involved in this. Yeah. Um, but once Victor sees the creature up close and realizes, Oh no, I have, I've made a monster. Yeah. There's nothing in there. It, he doesn't
1: recognize me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he says, forgive me, Henry, this isn't really life. Uh, so he's kind of given up on the creation at this point as well. Mm -hmm. Um, the Turpin starts firing into the creature, like, hits him several times. Uh, and as he's kind of... Yeah, as he's, like, stumbling around, he manages to knock Victor off the balcony and then he kills Turpin, right? He just, like... Yeah,
1: he pimp slaps him into the electrical box. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh... And so Victor or Igor comes to Victor and they kind of reunite and they're like okay we've got to we've got to put a stop to this this yeah. this wasn't like Victor finally realizes that he was in the wrong here and that that, that this is not what he wanted. We've only got one um, thing left to do, right? Yeah, we got to put the cre- the creation down so they kind of start fighting but you know at this point the lab is on fire, all the lightning strikes yeah. um they're fighting the, makes it worse. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it, I mean, this scene looks great, too, because it's storming, and the, this castle, you know, the, it's open on the top to to let the lightning in, so there's just rain pouring down on them, and, and all this fire around them and everything. Yeah, we get um, we get
1: Action Doctor again.
0: hmm Yeah, yeah, they're, uh, at some point, I think Igor gets, like, a some sort of, sh- like, cattle prod sort of thing, and, like, he, like, shocks... I don't know if it's
1: a pipe or what it is, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, he ends up, he, like, stabs the creature through the chest, and it falls over, and, you know, like, Igor thinks, like, okay, you know, I've done it and everything. Right. And Victor then suddenly... Like, Two hearts! <laughs> Two <laughs> yeah, hearts. yeah, he has his, like, x-ray vision thing for a second again. The, it's too late, the creature stands up, he, like, knocks Igor out of the way, um, and Victor, but Victor gets has... gets stab in. Yeah, he gets the other heart, uh, puts the creature down, and then, you know, a little later, Igor wakes up. Uh, The storm's over. The fires are all out. um, And Victor is also gone. Like, everything's Mm. just kind of quiet. Uh, But then Lorelei comes walking in and, like, you know, she, like, helps him up and gives him a big kiss and hands him a letter from Victor. Right.
1: And I love this fucking letter. It's great. He's like, Yeah, I had to leave. Uh, Sorry I didn't tell you about that, but I'm kind of on the run now for killing an inspector (laughs) and all kinds of other shit. Um, yeah. you know, but you're, you'll always be my friend. Uh, however, I figured out what I did wrong and I'm going to fix that. <laughs> so I may need you in the future. Your
0: friend title card, Victor Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, in the letter, he also says, uh, you know, I may call on you to help with a, another creation again someday, mm-hmm. but you are, and will always remain my greatest creation. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, and then your friend Victor Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, you know, emphasizing again that like Victor has created this this that it, it like I this feels like this is sort of what being an actual doctor is about. Like no, we can't cure death. No, we can't build a, a bunch of corpse parts into a human. Right. But we can take a person who has some sort of ailment or some something that's afflicting it, them, fix it, and we can yeah we can fix it, and make their life better. Give them, you know, a reason, you know, a reason to to, to go on. Right. And that, that's what Victor could be doing if he focused on the right thing instead of, like, you know. Like,
1: literally, the man could be well-known just for, for healing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the absolutely. The greatest doctor
0: of his era. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he tried to take, you know, do this, like, public display showing off this weird monkey monster when he could be, like this man was was a hunchback he couldn't move around he was you know like he was afflicted every day by the the shape of his body and now he can he's got a little back brace and can get around just fine like well i don't know how noble it is to
1: say hey i stabbed him and (laughs) drained all of his pus." yeah uh
0: but yeah like this is this is what i i can do if i like focus and and like uh, but nope, that's that's not that's not our victor. That's not what he wants. So nope, he's got to take it one step beyond. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think th- I think that this was an interesting angle. Like, kind of, Igor is often a character that it, you know we we've talked about before that like there's the Fritz Hunchback, and then there is the Igor that is actually you know a criminal that like gets a totally different character, and then over time, right, they've it become merged into this one thing. And I feel like this is a pretty fresh, interesting sort of look at Igor's relationship to Victor uh, and, and why they are partners. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I feel like in a, you know, in a just world, this movie would have been called Igor instead of Victor Frankenstein. But, uh, you know, obviously, Victor Frankenstein is, you know, the, the selling point here. Of course. I mean, he is kind of the
1: main character, kind of. Mm-hmm. At least the deuteragonist.
0: yeah
1: obviously there's there's some dark backstory going on here with you know some of the creators but i think mcavoy and radcliffe make it make it worth a watch for sure they bring light light to it
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i mean they're both very charismatic actors you know i mean obviously they've both been responsible for carrying a franchise you know harry potter and the x-men movies Um, Man, McAvoy did some heavy
1: fucking lifting with
0: that one, didn't he? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, when they first announced that, and it was like, yeah, we're gonna do like younger X Men, and we're getting rid of Patrick Stewart, who is like so Charles Xavier. Right. Like, it was like nobody can possibly step in and take over for him. And that was perfect, right? Yeah. Yeah. He does a great job with it. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, I mean, I feel like. If there hadn't been, you know, some other stuff in the background, this probably would have become a a bit of a franchise. I I doubt it would have been, like, a seven-movie franchise, but, like, you know, even, like, that Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock, there were two of those, right? Yeah, yeah, there were two. Yeah, I feel like there would have been two or three of these had had things gone a little differently. Yeah, absolutely. But, of course, they didn't.
1: (laughs) So, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, but at least we've got this movie. It is, it's definitely, it's good. It's... I, I, it doesn't get a lot of attention i feel like um yeah. but yeah it's it's definitely definitely worth your time absolutely
1: all right anything else we got to say about it i think that's it all right well uh anthony i think i'm on a little bit of an igor kick. like do we have <laughs> any more igor movies like maybe one named igor
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it seemed it seemed appropriate we'd spend some time with igor let's 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 focus on him a little bit more. So yeah, there's an animated film. I've never seen this one. Uh I think it's from In like two thousand eight with John Cusack and Molly Shannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh yeah, I've I've heard good things about it. I've kind of like specifically set it aside and not watched it just to just so that we can watch it fresh here. But uh it, yeah, it looks like it could be fun. Um mm-hmm. so we will find out more about Igor next week. There we go. All right. Well, where can they find us, Anthony? Uh, yeah, so you can find us on all the socials at the FrankenCast. You can email us at thefrankencast at gmail.com. You can find us over on YouTube, and you can also find us at patreon.com slash thefrankencast, uh, where we're still doing the free trials. We've had a couple people take advantage of that recently. And there's so many hours of stuff. If you're, if you're only listening to the main feed, you've got a, a lot you can catch up on if you uh, join us over there. Absolutely. There's a lot of fun stuff over there.
1: All right. Well, anything else we got to say? I think that's it? Well, in that case, to be continued. Looks like you survived another episode.
0: The Frankencast is a production of FCR Media. It's hosted by Anthony Bowman and Eric Velasquez. Follow us on Twitter at The Frankencast, or send us a letter at thefrankencast at gmail.com. Our cover art is by Amanda Keller. You can find her at Keller Illustrations on Instagram. Our theme music is by Vivek Abhishek. Thanks for listening.